welcome to Lucifer and Meta Ridley's entirely unscripted video game podcast extravaganza, also known as Quad Scripsy Scripsy, or what we get up to when Saban isn't around to stop us. Or you could also, I guess, call it the Calamity from the Sky. Now, that was Genova. Well, we're actually the Calamity from the Skype. So Calamity from the Skype, I like that. Yeah, so it's slightly, I just hope we don't get... slightly different. I just hope we don't get sued or something now. No, I don't think so. If they try to okay. sue us, we can always flee to tax exile in Bermuda. <laughs> Sounds great. Now, so, we on. don't really know how to do a podcast. I mean, No, we don't. I've never done one. Have you ever done one? No. Podcast? Oh, What's a podcast? Well, I think we're supposed to read the news, because that's what Chris oh. told me. And there's oh, a way to do it. That's what Chris does in that little, that little thing he does. Yeah, he has, a, he has a thing that gives us the news. That's right. Do you have it? That's right. Because I don't. No. I, he told I, I me once either. that there was a way to get it off of our site, but I forget how. So, uh... I thought he his... just went to one-up. Oh, you know, that might be what he's doing. No, no, because he's got our little pictures and all the links and everything. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, there's a way to do it. So, listeners, you can come with us on this fascinating trip as we learn how to podcast without any information at all. Um, on the site, we should just read indexed. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We do have a handy little index after all. Let's see what's we can on just read, our index. Just read the headlines and the blurbs. For more information, go to our website. Well, apparently we have a new yeah we have a news link, and when you click it, it gives all the news that we need to talk about. So there we go, in reverse order, in fact. So it's perfect. So I guess the first thing we should talk about is that there's downloadable content coming uh, for Infinite Undiscovery. Is it the pre-order? rubbish that they got, or what? I think this is the themes and the icons that we talked about in the podcast on Monday. So I guess we don't need to talk about that now. So we're not going to oh. talk about we're not going to talk about the fact that you get rubbish. From I was I wasn't I wasn't in the podcast on Monday though. Oh, I guess we can talk about it then if you want to. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot to talk about here. What is it like? Uh, you get, you the get down- a background and an icon. A background. Yeah. Okay, well, is the new Xbox 360 dashboard going to be out by the time this comes? Oh, I think that's a long way off. It's supposed to be what? Well, they say fall, which means like the very last day of fall. Just uh, like spring right. came in like June or something. <laughs> uh, the very last day of June, they got the spring update or whenever it came. Hmm. You know, there really isn't any news. No, there really isn't. I, I'm just noticing that. Well, we have to we, we have to talk about something or they won't have a podcast. Uh... What should well, we talk about? Well, what, what, did, did we talk about the two-human review of ours, in which we were far nicer to it than everybody else was? Yeah, we, we did talk about that, actually. Um, hmm, there must be something we haven't talked about. Uh, did we talk about my Q&A column? No, we didn't. We can talk about your <laughs> Q&A column. That's a great idea. Let's do so. After that, let's, let's describe some webcomics to the listeners. That sounds like an excellent idea. I've got a backlog right. of Garfield comics that we can go through. <laughs> uh, so, well, ask Oliver. I see that you put this up on the 26th of August. Yes, two The 26th days late. of August is not a Sunday. It isn't. No, it's not. It was a Tuesday night, and I apologize for that. Uh, it's, well, I had to delay it first to Monday. And I, I can't really remember why I had to delay it to Monday, probably because I'm, I'm a lazy bastard. You didn't have any but, internet. Uh, well, I didn't, I, and that's right. Well, and then Monday came, and uh, then I didn't have any internet at all. AT&T internet was out in the entire Murfreesboro area. I was 
quite pissed. But uh, there was nothing I could do about it, so I simply had to delay it yet again. And I, I delayed calling Sean to let him know for the longest time because I knew he was just going to get mad at me. And then finally when it was around, you know, 6 o'clock on Tuesday, I'm like, oh god, he's going to be calling me here soon enough. I better call him and let him know before he calls me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's then the story behind that one. And I called you yeah. a variety of names. You did, as you always do. So that's you, the story behind that one. But it, it went up, which is good. And you have letters, which is also good. Yes, letters are always good. I have one from Cornman89. What does he talk about? Who writes, he writes in to talk about Tales of Vesperia. I just bought Tales of Vesperia yesterday. Actually, let's let's hear your input on Tales of Vesperia. That sounds like a great idea. Well, I just started it yesterday, and I've only played about, oh, I don't know, a couple hours. And uh, I, I've been uh, suitably impressed so far. Well, I wouldn't say impressed. I've been suitably satisfied as far as the Tales games go. It doesn't seem like it's anything too much different. How does but it, it rank be... in terms of the other Tales games? Oh, it's far too early to say that. Far oh, is it? Well, what yes. use are you? You see, I make my decisions well before I even play the games. Well, that's because you don't never you never actually play games completion, and in fact, it's lucky if you spend two hours or so on a game. So well, you they have all to stink. If you know, if they were good <laughs> games, it would be easier to play them to completion. It's just varying degrees of crap. That's the problem. I have to wade through it. <sighs> well, I notice you you generally have tendencies to finish games with both Final and Fantasy in the same time. That does help. Also, if it begins with the word Seacodin, that's another Seacodin. Yeah. Or what if. About- if it begins with castle and ends with Vania. Oh, God. If it sounds yes. like Petroid, these are the games Petroid. I tend to finish. Well, that's, uh, that's a damn shame, because Tales games are quite good for those who don't expect too much from them. That's, but, uh, not, a really, that's not a really eulogistic thing to say. <laughs> They're good as long as you don't expect much. That's true of every game. If you expect complete crap, then Batman for the NES will be an excellent game, because it's not complete crap. It's slightly better. Oh, that, okay, that came out wrong. What I'm saying is that the Tales games are good in their own right. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. The thing is, is I've never been able to really really argue with those who, who just can't stand the Tales series and can't get into it. But I can't. I think they're rubbish. Well, but I was just interested in knowing, because I'm sure that we have listeners out there who think that they're the cat's biscuits or whatever. Well, let me let me just try and give you my some of my impressions so far. Okay. My impressions thus far is that it's very much like previous games in the series. Don't expect any huge changes. They've made a few, like the new, uh, where you can engage multiple enemies on the screen at once through this thing, which is kind of interesting, although I can't really see the point of it thus far. You don't seem to get any bonuses for doing so. You just have to fight more enemies at one time. But if you... I suppose if you want to engage in battles quickly, it's good. Uh, the voice acting seems good thus far. Some of it is really, really annoying. Others is really good. The main character has an excellent voice actor. And he's a real badass, too, which helps. He's like this ex, rebellious ex-knight type of guy, and he's really awesome. So he's not an angsty better. teen, is what you're saying? No, he's not angsty he's not and, like, and, and spoiled like Luke was from uh, Tales of the Abyss. And he's not this goody-two-shoes, like... Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia. So he's he's really he's a really cool guy. He's an interesting guy. I like him a lot. Uh, the graphics in the game are just beautiful, which doesn't even need to be said. But they really really is a market improvement from previous games in the series, which makes sense because this is the first one to appear on a current generation console. Load times have been greatly improved from Tales of the Abyss. In Tales of the Abyss, I was avoiding battles because the damn load times were so long. That's not good. 
no, it's not good at all. In this game, they've been much, much shortened. And uh, there's a really annoying princess in the game who's never been outside the castle, just for good measure. And now she is. So, essentially, this is a Tales game. <laughs> that is, in terms of the other Tales games, about the same. <laughs> yes, that's what I've been trying to say for like the last five minutes or so. Well, I'm Tales glad I was able Mysteria to sum it up. Is, in fact, a Tales game. Oh, good. If you enjoy the Tales series, you will like this game. And if you if hate you the Tales series, yes. This will not change your mind. No, it won't. Well, that's life, I suppose. I'm not going to play it because I don't like Tales games. Well, you don't like Tales games because you're a poop. But well, that's anyways. what some people say. Well, but I drink true. far too much to be a real proper poop. You have to be, you have to be a, a teetotaler to descend to true poopery, in my opinion. All right, if you say so. Who is Yuri <sighs> Lowenthal? I see you yelling about it in your q and No, Yuri Lowenthal is uh, one of my favorite voice actors. Never heard Have of you him. Ever, you've never heard of him? No. Have you ever played him, uh, the Prince of Persia series? No. <sighs> Have you ever played... Um... No. All right. <laughs> haven't played that either. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Never mind. I doubt you've played anything at the moment. Have you ever seen the Ergo Proxy anime nope. series? Nope. Sigh. You know what? Never mind. Ergo... Yuri Lowenthal is just a great voice actor. In fact, he's one of my favorites. He's in the Prince of Persia games, he's in Persona 3, he's in Final Fantasy 4, he's in, um, uh, um, 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 um. I didn't like the voice acting in Final Fantasy 4 DS. I found you it did. too cartoonish. With the exception of Kane, who sounds like he's 70 years old. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I, the voice, I found the voice directing in the game to be less than satisfactory, although I've hardly played any of it, so I can't really say. Oh, I'm not, I'm not a pedantic enough anime fan to make a, dis- make a difference between the voice acting and the voice direction. Well, it's because I've heard those actors in other roles before, and they've been better. Yuri Lowenthal in particular. Of course. Of course, Yuri oh. Lowenthal again. You're never going to meet him. You're never going to meet him. You can give it up. No, I will... I- who nope, knows? You never happen. know. Not gonna happen. You know, uh, when I when I'm never successful... gonna Not gonna happen. No, come on. I'll just keep talking over you. Every time you open your mouth. Well, it's no, just, I'm, it's gonna pos- I'm gonna keep talking. Well, one day when I'm. Well, maybe. Capital of Paris is Botswana. Okay. See, I'll do it. Ha! Okay. Okay. You're right. Uh, you win. Let's move on. <laughs> Good. I'm never gonna meet him. <laughs> That's much Another better. dream crushed. Another one of Ali's dreams crushed by Lucifer. That's the best way. Yes, that's the that's the only way. This next letter is about Chrono Trigger. It is. Yeah, it's about updated graphics and stuff like oh, that. Oh yes, this this is this is the person who said he was going to buy a German copy of Chrono Trigger DS. Why? <laughs> Why would that was really really rude? You should be punished, and you will be later. Once this podcast what? is over, there will I'm be... drinking a I'm drinking a Pepsi. Everybody, it's all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is going to be the best RPG cast ever, as we plumb new depths. <laughs> you know, I think the good thing about this this podcast is it will make people appreciate all the other podcasts so much more. <laughs> yes, indeed. See, you thought Chris's podcast was bad. Just listen to this one. We guarantee you, you'll Please appreciate Please, give RPG us Chris back. Give them back. We don't want them anymore. <laughs> okay, what, what were we talking Oh, yes, we were talking about that... that- Fool who said he was going to buy a German copy. That, that's trigger. ridiculous. Just wait. That is ridiculous. It's November, isn't it? Yeah, something like. Well, it's I mean, you wouldn't. The German copy doesn't even come out before the the U.S. release. So does what's it? the advantage? 
The advantage is that he's some kind of Chrono Trigger fanboy who wants to buy everything with Chrono Trigger on the title. I, I'm not impressed by that. Are you impressed by that? I'm not impressed by that at all. I mean, I understand fanboyism and whatnot, but you see, you know, Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game pretty much of all time, and I own one copy, and it's not even the original. I have the Greatest Hits copy. Oh, no, 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 no. I have to stop you there. Greatest Hits. Well, I, do you know how expensive it is to get any copy of that game You could game have just days? bought it when it came out, like I did. Bought it when it came out. I didn't play RPGs when Final Fantasy VII came out. And that says it all, people, right there. That says it all. I, for, uh, for those of right. you out there who were despairing about the people who began their RPGs with Final Fantasy VII and you thought they were too new to the genre, we have Oliver Motok, whose very first game of all time, the very first RPG ever played, was Blue Dragon. That's not true! <laughs> he never That's picked up an RPG before February of 2008. <laughs> it's true! February yeah. of 2008. Blue Dragon came out in August of 2007. I'm aware, but you waited to get it. You weren't sure. Will I like RPGs? He wasn't sure. He finally picked it up in February after much complaining. Wait, what's what's the significance of February? Because that was when Lost Odyssey came out. Oh, that's true. That is when Lost Odyssey came out. But that wasn't my first RPG. And you, You're a liar. knowing how picky you are about playing games and series or by particular people, you have to play Blue Dragon before you can play Lost Odyssey. Just like you have to play Diablo 1 before you can play Diablo 2. Oh, yeah, because that definitely compares. Diablo 1 is the first game in the it's series, a, where Blue Dragon and Lost analogy. Odyssey are They're two ex- entirely different games. Made by the same people. So what? Lots of games are made by the same people. Yes, like all the Final Fantasy games are made by the same people, except for the ones that aren't. Yes, exactly. In fact, almost every Final Fantasy game is a different developer. We're supposed to be talking about Chrono Trigger. This is derailing quickly. Yeah, well, this is all your fault. Well, it is, really, because it was my idea to do this. Yeah, uh, anyways, anyways, or anyway, moving on. So, yeah, Chrono Trigger comes out in November, and uh, it doesn't have a lot of extra stuff in it at all. And Belthazar is going to buy a German copy. Well, he's a fool. He is. Belthazar, if you're listening, you're a fool. But I love you because you wrote me a letter, and please keep writing me letters. Yes. (laughs) Continue (laughs) to write letters, fool. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. And then we had uh, this fellow who didn't deem it necessary to identify himself. He wrote this really, really quite a well-written letter about the Xenosaga series and how pissed off he was they're not making more. And it was such a good letter that I decided to make it the end of this elongated Xenosaga slash Xenogears discussion that's been going on in my column. But not a terrible amount to say Xenogears about it. Xenogears is far better than Xenosaga. Full I can't stop. Really I, I can't say that for sure because I've never played it. <laughs> because, yes, you haven't played any games <laughs> from before Blue Dragon. That was the yes, first. Yes, Saga came out before Blue Dragon, you yep. fool. And that's why you haven't played it either. But I have played Zeno Saga. That's a lie. Don't lie to the I, listeners. I'm not lying to the listeners. You're lying to them. You should be ashamed. Listeners uh, are crying right now, weeping into their hats. <laughs> into their hats? Yes, they're taking their hats off and weeping into them. Sean, I, I hate to tell you this, but not everybody wears a top hat these days. Well, In fact, I, most people, I don't understand. Most, why not? Because most people don't feel the need to dress and act. Then like they're going to get head colds, like and everyone will die from pneumonia. Yes, but that hasn't happened yet. Have you well, it takes a while for this kind of thing to develop, spread through a populace. So that's why you continue to dress and... Act as though you're in the 1920s? It's an excellent time period, and I see no reason to leave it now. We left it long ago. You did. I'm still there. Things are grand. 
positively swell. <sighs> well. Now, your last a... letter talks about I... um, a bunch of nonsense. Prince of Persia, Square Enix, Final Square Fantasy IV, PS3 remakes of Final Fantasy VII, and a demo of Warrior Within. You know, I don't like this letter. We're not going to talk about it. Fine. So we're just going to skip it entirely. It's all done. Well, I guess that's it. There's so little news this week. I mean, I looked on the index, and we have... There's a new podcast from us called RPG Backtrack. Yes, I haven't listened to it yet, but it looks like rubbish. Sorry, I belched again. Yes, I see see that. Or I hear that. As do our listeners. (laughs) This is your first negative review. I'm sure they're going to have all sorts of things to say about us. I can't wait to read our our iPod reviews, or or rather our (laughs) iTunes reviews after this. Overall, it's a great podcast, but what happened that one week when there were only two people and one of them kept belching, the other one wears a top hat? Something seriously wrong. It wasn't even April 1st. I don't know. It wasn't our fault. Chris told us we could do what we wanted. He did. He did indeed. He, he 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 said, go ahead, just don't mess with the feed. I don't know what he's talking about. It's like, you know... I thought the feed was something on G4. Lucifer's just a mad dog. Go after the one who let him out. (laughs) That's from The Dark Knight, in case anybody didn't catch the reference. I don't watch rubbish movies. You haven't seen The Dark Knight. Well, of course not. I decided it was rubbish before I saw it. But it's not. It's an excellent film. You should go see it. It's not! Is it directed and produced by Tim Burton? No. Then it's rubbish. Well, that was easy. Tim Burton. Oh, 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 that reminds me. Guess what awesome movie I bought and watched on Blu-ray the other day. Oh, dear. I'll give you a hint. Tim Burton. Well, I know what one you bought last time I talked to you. It was Blade Runner. Uh, Well, well, yeah. You bought Blade Runner on Blu-ray, which is perhaps the most pointless thing on Blu-ray since perhaps Fantasia. It looked excellent on Blu-ray. It would look excellent on DVD! (laughs) You can't... There's no... There's not going to be any difference between the two of them. There was a huge difference between it that It wasn't and recorded in HD, so it's not going to make any difference to watch it in HD. It's like HD? if you watch a 19... 19- saying HD? Because that's what H- it's called, you fool. High it's definition H, H. Not H. Well, maybe in your fantasy land. The rest of the it's... world says H. I've never heard it said that way. It sounds like you're saying hate with CH attached to the end. Well, actually, I am, because I hate everyone so much that I have to find a way to put the word hate in everything I say. Okay, well, that makes sense. Anyways, we're not talking about Blade Runner anyways. You're a, you're a buffoon. Oh, we were talking, uh, the movie I just bought yesterday, in fact. Blade Runner 2. No! What, what other movie? Before Christmas. Well, see, that, that, it might have been recorded in HD, so that's possible. I don't know. It was Nightmare Before Christmas on There's Blu-ray. no way that Blade Runner was recorded in a, in a quality that makes HD a necessity. <sighs> no, well, there it isn't. Looked ex- it looked brilliant on Blu-ray, that's all I'm going to say. It would look it brilliant looked- on DVD! No, it wouldn't, because a DVD can't hold 1080p video, you idiot. It's not recorded at 1080p video. It doesn't matter. It, it was restored. They did something to it. I don't know. It looked... It was high definition. It was 1080p If it's video. not recorded in HD, you can't get HD out of it. Stop like, saying HD. If, I, if I take my camcorder out and make films of my cat and then make them into 1080p movies... They're not going to be 1080p. They're going to be whatever the camcorder I, recorded them at. Now, uh, the video the video quality might be 1080p, but the actual video that you're looking at will still be whatever the camcorder recorded. You know what? I don't think you're actually all that knowledgeable on things like this. 
in all honesty. I mean, <laughs> listeners, no, write in and tell Oliver what a pillock he is. No, for buying fifty-year-old movies on Blu-ray, it's not fifty years old. It's, it came out in eighty-four. I, I can't wait till you get Steamboat Willie on Blu-ray. It'll look great in ten eighty p. Toot toot. I'm done talking. To you. <laughs> you chased Oliver off the site today on the podcast. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> not going to do it anymore. It just might happen, and then you'll be here by yourself, talking to nobody. You'll have That's to bring your right. cat onto the cast. Try, you'll have to try and wrestle a headset <laughs> onto your cat and have her join you. That would be a lot of fun, wouldn't it'd it? It would be like wrestling sounds and me complaining at the cat for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the end of the podcast. That's our outtake. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes of rustling noises. Yeah, most likely. You know uh, what I was originally going to do today? Instead of, you know, not talking about the news... <laughs> I was going to read the plays of Ibsen for two hours, and then just what are the, play the po- plays of what? Henrik what Ibsen. Ibsen. Never heard of him. He's, a, he's a, an incredibly amazing, famous... You don't know who Henrik Ibsen is? I don't. Uh, have you ever heard of Pierre Gint? No. Uh, well, um, hmm. Well, you've heard the music from Pierre Gint. That's by Grieg, but, uh... Well, he wrote but- plays... A lot of them. He was a Norwegian, I think. Yeah, he was a Norwegian playwright of realistic dramas, is Wikipedia. And he was born in the uh, in the 19th century. And he wrote very, very famous plays, but the big ones that are worth noting, of course, are Peer Gint and uh, A Doll's House. And I have a, his collected works in a giant book. And I was going to read Peer Gint and do all the voices myself. Well, that sounds like it would be horribly, awfully, disgustingly intolerably boring. It, it would have been, perhaps, unless you're, unless I guess you're a student of Ibsen. Listeners, Which if I... you're a student of Ibsen, <laughs> leave a comment on this podcast and let me know that you'd like to hear the works of Ibsen, and I'll include them next time. We'll, we'll read Peer Gint together. You know, actually, now yeah. that Oliver's here, I guess I could assign him parts and we could do a back-and-forth reading of Peer Gint. Doesn't that sound like a brilliant idea? Uh, 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 not, not really, no. Not really? 19th century drama, not your cup of tea? Not particularly, no. How about 20th century drama? I, I'm not really into dramas and plays and such things. Cup, I mean, call cup, cup, culture, cup, cup of, 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 of. What? Cup, 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 of, 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 of. I don't get it. What does that mean? By Jove, that was a glorious tea, Higgins. Do finish the strawberry tart. I couldn't eat another thing. No thanks, old chap, really. It's a shame to waste it. Oh, it won't go to waste. I know someone who's immensely fond of strawberry tarts. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Okay. <laughs> I have now lost our listeners, and I have lost Oliver. That's 20th century drama. That's from My Fair Lady, which is a, it's a musical Oh, God. Drama. The script yeah, is sitting on the, my they're desk. They're all gone. Here. They're 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 not here anymore. They're, they've left. And, they've uh, hung up. They've we're going run to play off. games. I'm going to go grab a, another soft drink. You're not allowed to do that on the podcast. Why not? You're just going to start belching again. <laughs> well, I can try and mute my mic right around the time when I feel a belch coming on. <laughs> yes, that's a brilliant idea. Let's not pursue that road just yet. Besides, you've just had a Pepsi. You're going to bloat up like a balloon. <laughs> yes, all I just that had a Pepsi. Sugar. I just had a Pepsi, but now I want a Dr. Pepper. Good heavens. Well, you'll have to wait. It'll oh. just have to wait. What about a Mountain Dew? No, no, no. Dew? You'll just have to wait. 
I don't like Mountain It'll Dew. Just have to wait. Bought it. No soda. No uh, pop. No soda at all. No fizzy drinks. It'll just have no to wait. Fizzy. So wait, wait, wait. Up in Michigan or wherever it is you live, do you say Coke, soda, or pop? We say pop. You say pop. Okay. Because soda well, is is a um, a chemical, basically. Yes, yes, yes. You have uh, a soda is a sodium salt, is basically what it is. Yeah. See, down here, everybody says Coke, and it annoys the hell. Yes, out of me. yes. When I was down they, in West Virginia, they did that too. Everyone is everything is Coke. You want a Coke, yeah, it, and it's a Sprite. I, I know it's the dumbest thing in the world. They're like, I'll just have a Coke. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And you have to ask them, what do you mean by Coke? They're like, I want a Sprite. What kind of Coke do you want? Do you want Sprite? What kind of Coke do you want? Do you want Sprite? Do you want Dr Pepper? Do you want Mountain Dew? To you, it's all Coke. Well, I understand that there are misguided people who say soda all the time, which is yes, foolish yes, yes, because, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make I don't sense. drink soda. I put it in, you know, my bread <laughs> well, so it should that it be will rise kind of, uh, properly, but, but that's about it. Well, but there should be some kind of federal legislation that requires everybody to use the term pop. That's a good idea. It makes sense. There really is. They should do something useful for a Maybe change. Barack Obama can get on that for us. Yes, well, we can all we can all hope for such a change now, can't we? (laughs) 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 Oh God! Anyways, before this becomes something we don't want to get into, uh, let's let's not talk about some more news. Okay. Well, um, we should we should also not talk about um, some of the upcoming games. Ooh, upcoming games! I don't mean like upcoming next week because that's what they talk about on the other podcast where. Relevant news yeah. is the order of the day. We should talk about things that are a long way off. Like Final Fantasy thirteen. Yes, we should. Final Fantasy thirteen is, is actually... Um, it's coming. It doesn't have a release date. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. They're, they're working on it. There's a demo Somewhere coming. Orange, there is a demo coming. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's coming with a um, uh, free, co- free uh, pack-in of Advent Children Complete. I, I want it. I very do, Very badly. I, I'm, I'm still debating. Do I pre-order it? In the fear that it won't come out in America, and the fear that I won't be able to get the the pack in, or do I wait, cross my fingers for a Blu-ray Advent Children in America that will have an American demo? Wait, how are you supposed to pre-order it if 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 it's not? Well, you could pre-order the Japanese one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't. I was going to pre-order the Japanese one. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till the Japanese one comes because out. We don't have. I want the English one. I really like the English like, voice acting. I'm sure there are people out there who are now scowling and stamping their feet. And oh, yes. Yeah, so all the, all the fools out there is like, ah, I won't buy it unless it has a Japanese voice track. Well, you know, here, here's the thing. I watched the Japanese one because, of course, you know, you can get them before they're released in America. Yes, yes, through, I did too. I through various some. means, you know. Yeah, I, I, bought some, I bought some weird bootleg copy on eBay. See, you bought a copy and I, I didn't buy one. But I watched it. Doesn't matter how. And, um... The, the thing I really didn't like is that Barrett sounds like a 45-year-old constipated Japanese businessman. He's like Mr. T. He should not sound like a constipated 45-year-old Japanese businessman. I'm sorry. So oh, that's true. I have to have the English track. I just have to have it. Well, the, the, yes, the English track, I, I liked it a lot, too. Although I'm, uh, I was not a big fan of Kate Sitz's voice in the English. Yes, it is. It was. It was it, it, well, I don't know why he sounded like a freaking Scott. It was really annoying. And then they had the same voice actor for Advent. They uh, did, for, for Dirge of Cerberus. I don't, I don't know why that was done either. I'd like I, to I find don't, I don't even know why Dirge of Cerberus was made, honestly. I would have happily done the voice acting for them. Happily. Would you have? Absolutely, for and free. They would not have had to pay me. 
I would have done it for free. And what kind of voice would you have supplied Kate Sith with? I would use my own voice, naturally. Your own voice? Oh, yep. so... i like, hello, I'm Kate Sith. You wouldn't change it at all? No, I'm not Scottish. I'm just me. This is me. I'm Kate Sith, and I'm going to be much better than all the other people in your party from this point forward. That's what I would have said. Yes, but Kate Sith is always a crappy party member. What are you talking about? He's got a million HP. He's, he does not! He does too. Go play FF7. He's got more HP than any other character. Does he really? He does indeed. Well, if I put him in, I'd have to sacrifice somebody cool. Yeah, he has tons like, of MP too, because you can you know you can lose a little of that MP to get HP to get MP. When you you know when you add all your materia and you start losing HP, you get MP instead. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's great. Well, He's a really great character. Mm. Well, and he has er, early on he gets excellent accessories that allow you to put tons and tons and tons of stuff on him that none of the other characters can do. Yeah. Huh. Well, Best well, character that... in the game. From now That's on, people, if you're going to play FF7, make sure to include Kate Sith in your party. In fact, actually, you know what I think I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to play the game again, and I'm going to rename him Lucifer. That's a brilliant idea, and I approve. I think I'm going to do My just... name is Lucifer, and I approve of this idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is election season. We need, to, we need to have things like that. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to follow suit. We need to be patriotic and whatnot. Are you going to vote for me in the election? You know I'm running for president. Are you really? I am. Oh, that's right. You announced that some time ago, yes. didn't you? Yes. Don't forget, when you go to vote, write my name in. You can either write Lucifer or Sean Lucifer Cooper. But, you know, as long as the Lucifer is in there somewhere. Do your part to confuse your local electoral staff. Write my name in. What is a Lucifer? People will be thinking. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yes, that's, uh, well, you If never you have know. a write-in ballot, a writable ballot, rather than those punch things that don't work, you can draw a picture of me next to it. And that will also help the electoral staff. Do okay. you do these things when you go to the uh, election? When you, when you go vote? You don't do Are these you talking? Things. I'm talking, yes, I'm, no, I'm talking to the listeners. Because they're going to answer me. <laughs> Uh, well, you see, I, I've never actually voted in a presidential election. Really? Well, that's because you're only four years old, which could be a problem. <laughs> no, it's because I'm only 19 years old. Well, okay. But, uh... Right, so then. But when I go to the elections, I we have, um, in Michigan, we have these big, like, um, manila ballots. And they give you, like, a black pen, and you just, it's like a, it's like a Scantron. And it goes into a Scantron machine that scans it. So what I do is I try to have fun, and I connect all the dots on the Scantron. <laughs> okay, so it's like a, you know, voting and an activity or something. It is, and every something time I do this, it airs it out, and then the people are like, "No, you can't draw lines all over your your ballot." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know that." <laughs> <laughs> every single time, you'd think that they'd get tired of telling me, but nope. You'd think I'd get tired of doing it, but nope. This is the kind of guy I am. This, yes, maybe this time, right. in this presidential election, I, I'll draw a picture of the candidate I want. Oh, so that'll be your vote right there. Well, if they you know. can decipher it, because I can't draw at all. I can't even draw stick people. Can you, really? No. Well. Maybe what I should do. You know what? This is something that's always bothered me. What? Okay, you look at the candidates, all right? And, and what are they wearing? They're wearing red ties or blue ties. Red ties or blue ties? All of them. Every single politician, they're always wearing a red tie or a blue tie. Unless they're at a formal event, and then they're wearing a black tie. 
That's true. It. You, you could just imagine if you looked in like the the closet of President Bush or President Clinton or anyone, it would just be like rows and rows and rows of red or blue ties. Doesn't that strike you as being slightly, slightly kind of narrow? Where are the big floral ties? Why not a green tie with little dollar signs all over it? That would be far more appropriate in some ways. <laughs> because it's the color of money? Exactly. Which is what politics is all about. You know, I don't know. I know that red, white, and blue are the, are the nation's colors, but you just get so bored after a while. Everyone's got a red tie or a blue tie. You can't even tell them apart. They're all wearing the same suit. They've all got the same tie. If I become, When I become president, people, I make this pledge. First, I will only wear three-piece, double-breasted, pinstripe suits. I will always wear a really good fedora. And my ties will not be red or blue. What color will they be? I will wear bow ties and they will be polka dotted. I will look like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye the Science <laughs> You mean that, that, that weird dude who used to be on PBS? Bill, 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 Bill Nye, yes. He's, he's he used to a, watch him. He has a new show now. It's on the, the Green Channel. Green the TV? Green. TV Green? Whatever it's called. Green TV? What is that? Some it's, a, it's a station for people who are environmentally conscious. Oh, it's the first green TV network. That's the that's quite possibly the most ridiculous thing I've ever Don't heard. Don't say like, to that. That's a really great idea, in my opinion. No, nope, nope, nope. It Never keeps mind. them off the street. Wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah, I suppose that's See? true. It gives there them something go. to do. Exactly. They can go watch TV now instead of petitioning you know. your local grocer. <laughs> yes. Or whatever <laughs> it is they do. Yes, seriously, that, that, no, I guess that probably is a good thing. So let's see, who have we chased off now? No, well, let's see, we've chased away, um, uh, chased away all the, the tree huggers. Yep. They're gone. But we, we never No more environmental them. activists. <laughs> no, no more of them. We've chased away, um, I think uh, this is the part where Chris would normally say that my opinions do not represent the opinions of the site. They say that well, several times a week. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, uh, I don't know, it's some petty formality. Until when this site becomes Lucy, Lucy Gamer, things will be different around here. Well, yes, because then your opinions will represent my the opinions, opinions. Will the indeed the site will represent my opinions, vice versa. It'll be fantastic. Think of all the news we'll cover. We'll talk about the new hat I purchased, <laughs> the new ties I purchased, the new medieval weapon you purchased, the new indeed the different ty- the... kinds of cat treats I am currently testing on my animal. Oh God. My, fi- my current pieces of piano music that I'm playing for fun. It'll be your one stop for all Lucifer-oriented news. What manner of sausage you're consuming at the moment. Exactly. Absolutely. You see? <laughs> we'll have to hire you on as one of our writers. You've already got it in your mind. Yeah, I do. I know exactly what you're right about. What, is, like... what, is the re- what are the current pie recommendations for this month? <laughs> It'll be pie reviews. <laughs> Click the review. This, t- this month, rhubarb. Rhubarb. Next month, more rhubarb. We'll have some impressions. Lemon crunch. We're not so sure about it. We're, we're looking into it. <laughs> Wait, what's lemon crunch? You've never had lemon crunch pie? No, I've never heard of it. Good heavens. Well, it's yeah, well, it's a lemon pie, and it's got kind of a, a crumbly, crunchy... Uh, well, it's not really crunchy. Normally, it's kind of, kind of soggy. But it's supposed to have a crunchy topping. It's like a Dutch topping, which is... um, It's like sugar and brown sugar and... I don't know, lard. I don't know lard. how they make it. 
I don't make Dutch apple pies. I make lattice pies. So, but yeah, it's you know, have you ever had a Dutch apple pie? And uh, well, yes, it's got yes, like I crumbly brown apple. stuff on top. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, 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 well, lemon that. crunch pie, it's like that, but it doesn't have the brown sugar, and it's it's okay, like white. Okay. You know, it's crumbly and crunchy. That sounds quite good, actually. It is. It's actually pretty good. The only downside is you have to be really careful when you're making the filling. People tend to over-sugar the filling and under-lemon it. And what you end oh. up with is like this kind of lemony sweetness instead of like a tart, you know, sharpness. No, like that's a, no good. Yeah. That's no good. If you're going to make actually... lemons, it should be tart. True. Are you actually skilled in pie making? Uh, yes, I actually am. I make. I often make pies. Not cakes. Really? Yeah. I bake a lot. Huh. I have that's all this free time. What else am I going to do? I'll bake a pie. That I'm not playing games, as we discovered on the last podcast, what I didn't play. So, um, yeah, when I'm not playing games, I'm making pies. So pretty much, huh. it's always pie time. Just about. <laughs> Who eats these pies? Just you? Do you make pies and just sit and eat them yourself? It's sad awful. to say this. It is sad to say this. But I can eat an entire pie in, like, one sitting. My God. I really like pie, and... This is one of the reasons I'm on a diet, folks, because I will, uh, like, I'll, I'll, have a, I'll make a nice apple pie. Hmm, that pie looks good. I think I'll have one slice. Well, maybe I'll have one more. Well, maybe just just a little more. Maybe just, hey, where'd all the pie go? <laughs> <I'll> just, <laughs> one slice. It's not like I'm eating two slices. Oh, two slices. It's, it's not, not like I'm eating three, three or four. Or oh, five. I'll, eat, I'll, I'll eat one pie. It's not like I'm eating two <laughs> exactly. pies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yet next next month I'll be like, oh, it's only two pies a day. Come on! It's not like I'm eating four. I mean, good heavens! <laughs> like some people. Yes. Yeah, so I, I I have to restrict myself. I actually have not had any pie in about uh, about a month. Really? Yep. Yeah. I'm on this. I'm on this really. I don't want to say health kick, but we're trying to fix by slow degrees all of my various. You know problems. I, I'm a little, a little bit overweight. I'm not fat, um, but I am a little overweight, and uh, that's you know from a very sedentary lifestyle. When I was in high school, I weighed I was the same height, but I weighed 120 pounds, which now uh, now I weigh 179 pounds. So I've gained, and actually I've lost 10 pounds in the past month. So I've gained in that time from high school to the present almost 70 pounds. In in the space of uh, ten years, so that needs to be fixed. So we've cut out all the sugar. I used to drink pop, tons and tons and tons of pop and Kool Aid and juice. So now I don't have any of that. I just have iced tea. I go through about a gallon of iced tea a day. Um, mm. No more sugar. No more chocolate. Um, no more no, chocolate. Yeah, no more chocolate. No more pie. What about the, what about the symphony bars? The Hershey's symphony bars. Oh, don't talk to me of symphony bars. I love. Okay, listeners, American chocolate is rubbish. Okay. First, it's 90% wax. Did you know that? When you eat a Hershey's bar, you're really eating wax. Wait, what? 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 Yeah, it's true. what are you talking about? It's 90% wax. And then it's oh, 10%. this can't be true. Yeah, it's true. I read it on the internet. It must be true. Now, anyway. Oh, God. Actually, I think someone may have told me this. Anyway, I believed it without even considering to check it, and so therefore it must be true. So, rather... Now, when I was younger, my uncle used to come visit frequently from, from uh, England. He'd come over from Blady, and he'd bring me literally garbage bags. And I, I do mean this literally, garbage bags full of chocolate. Oh, my God. And I, I was a happy fellow. But he hasn't been here in, in about a decade. Last time he was here, I was in high school. So, um, what to eat? Well, in America, it's really hard to get good chocolate. I mean, you can go buy Godiva, but I don't like Godiva. And I'm not a real big fan of German chocolate. So, what to eat? Well, there is actually an American candy bar that is good. 
And believe it or not, it's made by that wax purveyor extraordinaire, Hershey's. It's <laughs> oh, called yes, yes, yes. a symphony bar, and they're really large. They're like a Wonka bar that you see in the old... <laughs> you know, the old the one old, with... Uh, yes, yeah. yes, the old movie. And they're, they're actually even bigger than those. I think yeah, they may, in fact, they, be they bigger are. than they're, the Wonka they're, they're a little wider, and they're about the same length. Yeah, and the, uh, they're, they... They're, they're when delicious. you watch that old, this is what I did not like about the new one with Johnny Depp. I mean, it was a great movie, and it was much more attuned to the book in some ways. But one of the yes. things I didn't like about it was that you really don't, the, all the chocolate looks like brown water. You know? It True. doesn't really look like chocolate. It doesn't look thick. But when you watch the old one, it does look thick. It looks like real chocolate. They got the color just right. You know? And when you see it, and when you see Augustus Gloop fall in, you feel yeah. sorry for him, but at the same time you think, hmm... That looks mighty tasty. <laughs> and you think to yourself, boy, that looks like the creamiest chocolate ever. Well, when you're watching that movie and you're thinking that, oh, those Wonka bars look so creamy, what you're actually thinking of, friends, is a symphony bar. Now, you can go to the store at, at my local Meyer, and these enormous symphony bars are only 79 cents. Are you serious? I am serious. They cost $1.69 at my local Walmart. They used to cost... Sake. A dollar ninety here, and they mark them down to seventy cents. Why don't I live in Michigan? It's brilliant. The last time I went to Meyer to buy chocolate, which was a couple months ago, sadly, I bought twelve Symphony bars. Oh. <laughs> and sad to say, I ate them in the space of a week. This oh is why, my god! This is why we don't buy anymore? We have, we have <sighs> to shave off the pounds, people. So yeah, there's no more chocolate. It's extremely depressing. You should go get one of those cheesy exercise videos where you dance in front of your TV. With uh, Richard Simmons sweating yeah, yeah, to the yeah. oldies, I think. Do something like that, and then you could, uh, then you could uh, record yourself and put it up on the site. <laughs> yes, and hilarity will ensue, no doubt. <laughs> it would. I mean, can, can you honestly think of anything funnier than, than watching Sean stand in front of his TV and perform to an exercise video? Yes, I can think of something funnier. A video of me hitting you repeatedly with a mace. <laughs> For suggesting such a horrible idea. <laughs> well, yes, but that sounds a lot more painful on my end. That's all sure right. I'm a fan of that. I don't no. mind. Now, <laughs> now we have to. We have to actually. We have to finish because you know time is running on. Well, time is running out. What? What? what isn't this like a podcast for an RPG site or some such? It was. What have we? What, okay. What have we reviewed today? We've reviewed pie, chocolate. Blu-ray DVDs. <laughs> Wait, blu they're not Blu-ray DVDs. You they're Blu-ray DVDs. Why can't you say that? What because are they? a DVD and a Blu-ray disc are two different things. Well, okay, you a have DVD to say, you have can't to say, hold high-definition content. But Blu-ray disc is such an unwieldy term. You have to say Blu-ray DVD is even more unwieldy. Well, slightly. Can't we say just BD? Sure. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying these a days, BD. actually. I don't like that. I don't like BD. It How about sounds like VD. You know, I like, have you I got like, have you got a BD? No, I'm always checked out every year. I frequently least, visit my physician. Uh, that sounds suggestive as well. Uh, also, uh, have a BLD. That sounds, sounds like a bacon like lettuce dish. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's a crunchy that's exactly sandwich. What I was thinking, of. The new, I was the thinking new... of BLT when I said that. BLD. <laughs> Wait, 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 but wait. The bacon, L lettuce, and disc made, sandwich. Wait, BRD. BRD is what I was trying to say. Which sounds like bird. Bert. Bird. <laughs> bird is better. Bird. So that's, that's, that's our new... That is the new... Um, bird. 
uh, uh, abbreviation for this this new media format. B R D. Bird. 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 I don't like it. You don't I think like it's it. Rubbish. I think I think Blu-ray is a terrible name to begin with. Why blue? Why not red? Because blue is a better color. I I disagree. I think green's a fine color. Why not green ray? Because it sounds like Green Bay, which is a football team. Is it? No, yeah, it's it not. is. Green Bay Packers. Oh, it's an American football team. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know of any team called Green Bay. There's West, what, what, there's West what Ham, you... and there's Manchester, and there's Colchester, and <laughs> football you... team. You silly man. American wow. football. American. Sean doesn't enjoy American football. It's American pansy ball. They're covered in padding. They're covered in it. And then it's like, there's two minutes of play in a commercial. It's got to be the most boring game in the world to watch in person. Yes. <laughs> Constantly I... pausing play for the commercials that you're not watching because you're sitting in the stands. No, no, I wouldn't do no, it. Goodness. Couldn't advise it. Oh my goodness, yeah, well... Hey, you know what's uh... coming up this weekend? We should talk about this before we go. You know what this what, weekend what? is? Uh, 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 Mr. Weekend is Memorial Day weekend. Yes, yes, that's why gamers all over the world are celebrating, because it's Memorial Day weekend. It's Labor Wait, Day it? weekend, actually. Oh, that's right, Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Labor Day, Memorial Day. Memorial Day is on the other side of summer. That's at the that's beginning. Right. That's this right. is Labor Day. Remember, you don't wear white after Labor Day? You don't wear white before Memorial Day? Don't you know that rule? Uh, uh no. Oh, no. okay, it's a, it's a fashion rule. You don't wear white after Labor Day. Oh. Well, fashion. What is fashion? I've never... Well, okay, if you're going to have a formal party, and you people will know what to wear. If, they, if the formal is before Labor Day, you wear a white tux and white spats and a white belt, and the girls wear white dresses. And if it's a formal that's after Labor Day, you wear a black tux and a black tie and black spats. That's, that's really strange. Well, it's because white is a summer color and black is a winter color. Okay. That makes any sense? I mean... That's why. So, anyway, that's how you know what to wear at a formal event. Okay. See, well, we're I'll helping our listeners. attend a formal event, so... Oh, yes. We, we know you have no manners. That you yes. are an uncultured sot. Yes, yes, it's true. I can't argue with him. So, my, my readers this weekend, know. this weekend, apart from being Labor Day, which is not why gamers are celebrating, this weekend Well, it should acts, be. That means they'll... Oh, that's right, Pax. That's where our that's where our podcast host is. Yeah, that's why we're that's why he's not recording it. That's why we are. That's why you're stuck with this rubbish, dear listeners. I I apologize. I really do. You know they ex- they actually expect me to edit this. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> editing. Like, go what edit. is editing? <laughs> edit. <laughs> no, no, no. I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna package this stuff up and send it to Chris and make him edit it. No, no, he won't. He won't do it. He won't. No, he won't do it. He refused. He said Did we have to really? do everything ourselves and not mess with the feed. Those were the well, two what instructions. Ab- what about that one person that we 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 uh, Ed? Thank you. Well, oh, he's that's the one right. who listed. I'm going to give it to him. He's he's not on vacation. That's true. He can help us out. In fact, why isn't Ed should be on here with us? In fact, well, he's he's away. When I looked at his oh, little Skype oh. thing, it says not available. GMT minus seven because he lives oh. in Texas or something. Oh. I think he lives in he Texas. Lives. You know, actually, maybe he lives in Washington. Well, those are. Two entirely different locales. Well, they're they're both west of the Mississippi, so they blend together to me. <laughs> well, that's true. So uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, he does live in Washington. I keep thinking he lives in Texas, but he doesn't. 
I see. That's a great anecdote. <laughs> I keep thinking Ed lives in Texas, but he doesn't. The end. <laughs> Actually, I do have I do have a good anecdote. You'll like this one. Now, okay, the other day, I was in my car and I was driving, and there was a bird on the side of the road. And as I drove by, the bird took off and flew away. Okay. Well, uh, that, that that's it. It's, it's just an anecdote. Oh. I I was told that anecdotes are a good way to raise your overall rating. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So are long, uncomfortable pauses. <laughs> this, I heard this, this podcast is going to be off the charts. <laughs> I heard that uh, scantily clad women were a good way to raise one's rating. That's a good idea. It's we should hard, have one it, on the podcast. We, we should try, we could we describe one. We could just, ooh, yes, vividly. Okay, okay, let's us. pretend, <laughs> let's pretend that we actually have one on the podcast. The listeners won't know. We can say that she's a mute. <laughs> Listeners, we'd like to introduce you to Sandra. And Sandra. Uh, she, she's a new employee here, and she's very attractive, and she's scantily clad, but unfortunately mute. <laughs> but she's sitting here. Yeah, she right is. Right next to us. She right is. next to me, She's fact. gorgeous. She has, she she's a, a full-figured, I don't mean fat, um, well-endowed woman, and she's wearing a bikini in the office. Because uh, we have the temperature turned up to 98. And there's a <laughs> we pool. do. And unfortunately, we're stuck in our suits and ties, which yes. they always make us and wear. I'm wearing a top hat and a monocle, so. <laughs> he is. I'm dying here. I really am. And I'm looking at her wearing a bikini is making me most uh, Let's not talk jealous. about it. Okay. Let's, let's pass on. Uh, see, but she is here. We now, promise. if you oh, like yes. scantily clad women, you should rate this podcast up because we've got one. We do. We really do. We're not lying to you. No, not at all. We wouldn't lie to you. Not about something like this. Well, okay, yeah. We might lie to you, but not about this. No, this is but, the real yeah, exactly. deal. I mean, we, we might lie to you about unimportant things. You know, things that don't matter. White lies and such. But this is, uh, we'd never lie about something like this. You, you know what really gets me? What really gets you? Is that the listeners often think that our podcast is unscripted, even though this is all in the script. Wait, we have a script? Oh, yes. Well, you see, look, well, course, look you right there. This... It says Maida Ridley. Look, we have a script. And then I say, look right here. <laughs> no, Maida Ridley. So... Look, we have a script. And then there's another line where you say. Um, that's right. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> fumbles <Stop>. for words. <laughs> Actually, that's your line. And then I, uh, then I start laughing. Laughs yes, hysterically. Laugh. Uh, um, yes, yeah, see, we, we actually write this. So the unscripted thing is all an illusion. Period. I know. Exactly. Yeah. And the question is, of course, how does it end? And uh, it's like 20 pages of this, and then it gets down to, uh, oh, look, that's it. That, that's what? the ultimate that's line, it? really. That, that's, where, that's where it goes. Oh, yeah, dear. Just the end. The end. Ready. I th- I don't, there's not even a princess in another castle, just the end. Oh, God. Yeah. Do we live happily ever after? I don't know. I think that, I think we have to wait for the sequel. The sequel? Ooh, sequel. Oh, that's right. And uh, perhaps it'll... Is it, is it two, or is it going to be three? Is there a know. trilogy? We, we, well, we could be like Peter Molyneux and inflict this on an unsuspecting world every few years. True, we could. We could. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see what the box office numbers are like. Yeah, are you going to PAX, by the way? Am I going to PAX? No. I'm, I'm not, not going to PAX. Well, like, why, why weren't we invited to PAX? Well, I don't know. They invited PAWS. 
Oh, for Christ's sake. Apparently they want us. people who will do work or something. I don't know. Work? Yeah, but I it's know. a vacation. That's what I thought. When are we going to go on our RBK vacation? When are we all going to go to some resort and drink drinks with the little umbrellas in them? Exactly, the sponsored junket. But I guess, you know, Washington State isn't really the best place to go for that. So I'm waiting. Hopefully they'll, they'll be announcing a PAX Tahiti sometime soon. PAX Tahiti, that sounds wonderful. I'm definitely there. Oh, me too. Think they'll let us come? Well, I'll have to. Because by <laughs> then it'll be Lucy Gamer and... My that's, word will be law. That's true. Where, where, where will I fit in in this this new Lucy Gamer? Every king needs a fool. You know, I said that's, that in the last podcast. Yeah, you used that on Ethos in the last podcast. Why me? <laughs> well, I need two fools. Ah, two fools? Because two fools are better than one. Well, I suppose that's true. <sighs> All right, one of well. you will have to be sleeping at one time, and I'll have to have the other one. You'll, you'll be on a rotational schedule. <laughs> All right, I suppose that works. That's uh, that's better than being the um. Uh, uh, what's worse than being the fool? Is there anything worse than being the fool? Um, you could be. Nope, pretty much. That's it. Fool. You could uh, be town drunk. Town drunk. Well, that yeah. sounds like that sounds more fun than being the fool. Well, you get put in the stocks a lot, and people throw things at you. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. That sounds painful. Well, for you, but for other people, it's highly entertaining. Well, I don't care about other people. Much like yourself. Yeah, it's true. I I can't say that I've ever cared about anyone. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, never mind. Nope, never cared about anyone. He never has, it's the truth. He's a heartless bastard, he really is. Well, it's you have to have emotions to care about people, and I somehow lack them. That's because he's not actually human. They they were left out. Yeah, yeah I'm a robotic cat, we know that, but... uh Apparently the uh, the emotion chip just wasn't ready for for inclusion in the latest model Lucifer when I was cranked out of the factory. So the I don't have them. <laughs> That's funny because recent PS3s don't have the emotion chip. No, either. they don't. <laughs> they don't have any sort of. They don't have any sort of anything. I don't know why why you would even buy the one buy one anymore. I don't know either. I, I you know I, I wish I could express personally my disapprobation about their business decisions to Sony, and and their you know leading representatives. I wish I could I could get them pigeonholed into a chair next to our attractive woman here, and I could say, "Look, you're a bunch of idiots. Fix it." And but, then they would but, go off and do it, surely, just like Microsoft did. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck on that. I don't think it's going to happen. They'll probably go out of business first. Well, I suppose before we sign off, we should talk about what you've played this week. Okay. That's well, what. That's I, how we I, normally wrap up the podcast, isn't it? I suppose. We normally normally we have news and then now playing. This week we had pie, chocolate, and women and now playing. Yes, women. Uh, deaf women. Oh, wait. Uh, mute, mute, mute women. Not deaf. She but... can hear us. <laughs> yes, yes, she can hear us. So if you want to say hi to her, She's go ahead. frowning angrily, but she can hear us. In fact, that's proof <laughs> that she can hear us. <laughs> uh, it's anyways, all right. Anyway. It's all in good fun. She's still frowning. Oh, dear. But I might, I might say that she looks quite attractive when she frowns. Ow! What's she doing to you? She punched me. Oh, God. That, that won't be tolerated. <laughs> well, she's so darn cute. How can we... How can we, uh... how, how can we resist? How can we resist, indeed? I'll take Anyways, uh, what have we been playing this week? Do you want to go? Or should I go? You're asking me. 
Yes, I am asking you. What I've played this week. You don't have to play games. Good heavens. (laughs) You don't play games? None? Obviously not. Do you play anything? Did you listen to last week's podcast? No, not in its entirety, no. Oh, well, the reason I laugh is because last week, in my now playing, I talked about the games I haven't played. The actually only only thing I played last week was Fable, and if you want to hear what I thought of that particular fecal dropping from Peter Molyneux, you can listen to last week's podcast, where I tear it a new one. <laughs> one of the worst, most I, I'm not going to get into it. Okay, it's, it's too depressing well, to think in that about. case, I suppose I'll just go to what I have been playing. Good idea. I tried to beat. Fire Emblem for the GBA before Tales of Vesperia come out. The last time I spoke to you about this, you said that you were going off to beat a battle, and that if you didn't beat it, you would smash your DS with a hammer. Yes, 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 but I did beat that battle. Oh, I got on, and I defeated it. And then I beat the next battle. And then, then, I came to this battle in which I am allowed to utilize five, and only five, of my units. Well, in Final Fantasy Tactics, that's frequently the case. Sometimes less than five. What's the problem? Yes, well, the problem is that in Fire Emblem, you generally use 13, 12 to, thir- 12 to 15 units. What a about. silly game. No, it's an excellent game. It's a silly yeah. game for silly people. No, you're a silly person. Now be quiet. Anyways, like I was trying to say, I cannot beat this. There's this new mission I can't beat because it's requiring me. Well, every mission requires you to use Eli Wood, the main character, but this mission practically requires you to solo with Eli Wood. He goes up this own little path that that nobody else can help him on, and and you have to defeat the boss with him almost single-handedly, and it requires him to be of crazy high levels. And Eli Wood sucks. He always has. So I didn't use him. So he didn't gain levels. And then he class changed, but because he was so low on levels before, he still sucked. And he sucks now. And I can't win. And it's frustrating. So what are you going to do about it? I'm going to stop playing it for now. Ha! 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 What are you laughing about? I'm laughing at you. Why? I play games until I finish them, said Oliver Motok once upon a time. I don't set them aside. I finish every game I play, and then I move on to the next game. Well, these are extreme circumstances, you must understand. Oh, yes. Most, most, most fire, in the Fire Emblem series, you generally, uh, you know there's a way. You know there's some strategy to be used. In this one, I can't really see anything to do except level up Elowood. And you can't level up units in this game. Why not? You don't have a map. Because you don't have a map that you can go out onto and get into random battles. That it, seems really, like, a, like a short, like an oversight to me. It, it is because actually a that means that you can get to a certain point where you're underleveled and it's impossible to catch up, so the game is basically over. You have to start again. Yes, well, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen to me this time. I'm afraid if I ever want to beat this game, I'm going to have to start over and make sure I level this stupid little sword-wielding prince up just for this particular mission. Now, that doesn't sound like fun at all. So if you were going to... If, if that is the case... What would be your opinion of Fire Emblem? My my opinion of Fire Emblem is unchanged. I love the Fire Emblem series, but this is just this is just rubbish. This is annoying me. You're this telling is me that this fair. is this is a game where you can have basically a situation where oh you made the wrong choice back at square one, and uh, now you have to start over again. Well, I'm not sure if I need to start over again yet. Perhaps there's some trick that can be had. I don't know, but 
I, I'm not going to take the. T I got so pissed off at the game that I just don't feel like going back to it for a long, long time. And now Tales of Vesperia is here, and I feel even less like going back to it. So it'll probably just sit unbeaten. I mean, it's almost done. I'm on like chapter 27 or some such, and I think there's only 30 chapters or so in the game. But yeah, that's, that's fire that's on GBA for you. I, I think that's absolutely ridiculous, and I'm very glad I didn't pick that game up because I decided before it came out that it stunk. It uh, it doesn't stink. It's it a good stinks. game. Fine. Nope. If you want to think that way, go right ahead. I do. I do want to think that way, so I will. Fine. It's your loss. What else did you play this week? Apparently it's not my loss. <laughs> At this moment, it appears to be your loss. <laughs> uh, well, uh, oh, yawn, stretch. <sighs> well, other than that, I played Tales of Vesperia, but I've already talked about that, so there's not really need to yes. go in, back into it's it. It's a Tales game, like the other one. Yes. It's a Tales game, just like all the other Tales games. I did and, uh, play one thing this week. We should probably talk about it, because it just came out. Wait, what did you play? I, I did play one game. What was it? This, I mean, in terms of new releases, what I actually spent most of the week doing, and I'll get to that in a moment, was playing other games. But the new game, the game that our people are actually interested in learning about, was Disgaea 3. Oh, so you did buy I knew you would buy it. Not only you did I buy Disgaea 3, but I rebought my own copies of Disgaea 1 and 2. Your own copies? How did you manage to get your own copies back? Because no one had purchased them, and generally when I trade games in at EB, they just hold on to them for me, and then I pick them up later, because they know Because they know that you're a wishy-washy fool who's going to go back and pick them up again, don't Pretty they? much, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I am single-handedly keeping the Electronics Boutique trade-in business running. <laughs> yeah, but it's not Electronics Boutique anymore, it's GameStop. I refuse to call it GameStop, it's Electronics Boutique. Fine, fine, move on. The sign and the name may have changed. But it is still Electronics Boutique. If you say so. Just like Funko Land was Funko Land, even after they became GameStop. Okay. If you say so. I do say so. So anyway, I played Disgaea 3. Uh, Disgaea 3, it? Absence of Justice. It's the first PS3 game I've owned. Really? No, it's well, not. Well, I, I owned Unreal Tournament for a little while, and uh, I traded it in because I didn't care. Well, I didn't trade it in. Technically, I returned it. But... Um, I preferred it on the PC, and then I got Team Fortress, which caused me to set aside Unreal completely. And then I got Soul Calibur, which I also didn't like, and so that got returned. But this one will not be getting returned, because Disgaea 3 is fantastic. Is it really? It really is. It's excellent. What an excellent game. It is. is it? It, has, it has great writing, which is what you come to expect from the Disgaea series. And it is laugh-out-loud funny, and uh, the music is excellent, and... The gameplay is very similar to the other Disgaea games, except now it, instead of having a Senate, you have a class, and it takes place in the in the context of a school rather than in the context of, like, a an underworld republic. But it's a thoroughly enjoyable game, and I don't really know much else to say about it other than if you've played Disgaea 1 and 2, you know what to expect. It hasn't changed that much, except the graphics are sharper, and uh, the game's probably longer. Probably, yeah, but I've I've heard some people go as far as to say that the graphics would look at home on the PlayStation 1. Is this true? Well, I don't think so. Um, there's a couple of different reasons for saying that. First, the graphics are clearly better than uh, Disgaea 1 and Disgaea 2, which look just fine for a PS2 game. I mean, if you compare yeah. them to any of the other games uh, in the same vein, you know, a good example being La Puchelle Tactics or something of that sort, um, or Phantom Brave for that matter. The thing mm -hmm. is that um, the graphics are, are now they're in 1080. At least I think they are. Let me check my box real quickly here. 
It's a PS3 game. It's probably in 720. It says 480, 720, 1080i, 1080p. Oh, they are in 1080. They are indeed. And uh, it looks... For what it's worth. Yeah, for what it's worth. And I have to say, they are really, really crisp. Um, almost almost um, distractingly crisp, in a manner. Really? I, I actually got, you know, I've played Disgaea 1 and Disgaea 2 so much. You get kind of used to uh, the... Um, the kind of inherent blurriness of sprites. Oh, well, yes. yes and these are so sharp that it's almost distracting. But, hmm. you know, like I said, it, 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 it looks a lot like Disgaea 1 and 2, except it's much crisper, and in my opinion, I mean, the graphics aren't... It, okay, this is not Final Fantasy 13. But well, no. Disgaea 1 and Disgaea 2 aren't Final Fantasy 12. So True. I don't see why we should be complaining. About about it, you know, and the fact of the matter is, I think it's a fifty dollar game. I think it's is fifty dollars, it? which makes it ten dollars cheaper than every other PS3 game. Well, that's good. Yeah, I thought they were going to. They, if they didn't charge full price for it, I, I applaud them for that. They did not. They did not assign the PS3 tax to it. No, so <laughs> I, I do applaud them. I think I and you know I love Nisa. I love Nisa. It's one of my favorite companies. And you might call me a Disgaea fanboy, but I. As much as I as I love the game, I, I and I admit it has its flaws. I, I really do enjoy it. And if you liked Disgaea One and Two, this is more of the same, and you should go pick it up, and you won't be disappointed. If you weren't, if you really didn't like Disgaea One and Two, don't bother. This isn't going to change your mind. It's like Tales of Vesperia. It's a Disgaea game, like the other ones, except newer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's just. I guess we'll take what we can get these days. Which brings me to the point I wanted to make. Now, I have a I have a backlog of sorts. Okay, I mean there who are doesn't? a lot. You know who, who doesn't in this day and age? Who doesn't have a backlog? But I have often I, I wrote a live journal post about this, and listeners may not know that I have a live journal. It's like a a, a blog, a b log, a web log, uh, where I write about you know the various trials that affront me in life, and of course you know there are lots of them. Like I've run out of tea. I've run out of pie. Oh God! I've got too many games to play. You know the the very difficult things that, that I have come to up in Sean Cooper's life. Yeah. Yes, the, the, yeah. these are the kind of struggles that Sean Cooper deals with from you know, a day to day basis. I wrestle Tea, with pie, and backlogs. I wrestle with them. Uh, I he grapple does. with the fates. And uh, I was writing uh, earlier this week about dithering. Now, if you don't know what dithering is, perhaps Oliver, whose vocabulary is minute, does not know what dithering is. Dithering is when you uh, you kind of waffle about decision-making, and you, you, you just kind of, you can't decide what to do, and so you do nothing. Well, I have, I have dis- discovered, well, not really discovered, I have begun to realize that I spend more time dithering than I spend doing. And this is especially true in, when it comes to video games. I have a bewildering array of choices of games that I can play. I've got Disgaea 3. I've got Lost Odyssey. I've got Blue Dragon. I've got Super Paper Mario. I've got Mario Galaxy. I've got Twilight Princess. You know, I've got um, Crisis Core that needs to be finished. I've got you Final still F- haven't finished Crisis yeah, Core? Yeah, I know. I've got Final oh, Fantasy IV to... DS. You know, I've got all of these games that are begging for me to uh, attend to them. A backlog. And 
these are games I haven't finished. And on top of that, I have all the games that I thoroughly enjoy that are old games. I have Final Fantasy IV and Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger and Castlevania III and things of that sort. And with this bewildering array of choices, one of the things that really makes it difficult is how do you decide what to play at any given moment? And the problem is that I'll often say, well, I want to play Final Fantasy VI, or I'll want to play Final Fantasy VII, or I'll want to play Ca Castlevania III, or I'll want to play Mega Man um, Two, or uh, another game from my past that I've beaten a trillion times. And I feel guilty. And what happens is I get into this situation where I say to myself, okay, what, what do I want to play? Uh, I want to play um, Metroid. Well, I've beaten Metroid before, but I have Lost Odyssey to finish, and I haven't beaten that, so I should play Lost Odyssey. But I don't want to play Lost Odyssey. I want to play Metroid. And, and that added to all the games I have. It multiplies the problem. And what I end up doing is I sit here at my desk for hours and hours and hours doing absolutely nothing. Playing well, no that's games. Not good at all. Yeah, playing no games at all. Because I dither, I spend all of my time dithering about what to play, and I don't actually end up playing anything. And it isn't good. No, no, it's not. Because with my stressful, difficult life, I need an escape. Yes, now, indeed, he does. I mean, what, what is it, how, how else is he supposed to forget the fact that he's out of pie? Exactly. Or out of chocolate. Or out of tea. Or out of tea, yes, out of tea. He's got to go lose himself in the world of video games. That's that the worst thing. Getting out of tea is out absolutely of. terrible. So when I buy tea, I typically buy it like 10 or 12 boxes at a time. I just store it away, and then I go through the boxes. And when I buy iced tea, I buy it by the gallon, and I... <laughs> Meyer is actually kind of getting irritated at me for doing this, but I go there and I buy all of the iced tea they have. <laughs> like, I will fill, like, two carts with every gallon of iced tea they've got, and I'll take them all. I'll take the lot. Wow. And then they'll be out of iced tea for a week or so. Well, anyway, so how, how do I cope with this? Well, I, I decided something. I, I guess you could say I... I had an epiphany. Lightning struck my brain, and I decided that there is a way around this. I'm not going to be held hostage by what I should play, because that's a quick way to not enjoy anything, to become sick of games. Oh, dear. It is. No, it is. Um, if you are, you know, and I'm sure Oliver will lament. He will, he will moan and groan. But, uh, you know, I want to play... What's fun to play? And if at the moment Lost Odyssey is not what is most fun, I don't want to play it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Games are designed for the purpose of giving people fun. They're designed to elicit enjoyment. They are not necessarily designed to be beaten. I want to make that clear. They're designed to cause enjoyment. Now, if you can, if you can beat it and get enjoyment... That's an excellent concatenation of circumstances right there, where things line up. But that doesn't always happen. Sometimes a game stops being enjoying at a certain point, before the end. And it's okay to set it aside. It's not a, it's not a discredit to you to say, well, I didn't beat that one because I stopped having fun at, you know, 20 hours. It's okay. I... I... Well, this is just where we'll always, always disagree, I suppose. I say games are made to be beaten, and if you are in the habit of not beating any game you buy or play, then there's something wrong with you. You see, that is, that is the kind of opinion that can only be had by someone who started playing RPGs with Blue Dragon. 
I did not start playing. Our... Okay, you know what? Did you I'm ever play Galaga? Did I you have ever... actually played Galaga. Are you telling me that game is made to be beaten? <laughs> oh, good lord, that game's what twenty five years old. Okay, okay. Here's another question. Galaga. Okay, fine then. What about Geometry Wars? Is that made to be beaten? Never played Geometry Wars. <laughs> Because it came out before Blue Dragon. <laughs> Could you shut up? <laughs> That's the cutoff point for Oliver. Blue Dragon. Games before, no. Games after, yes. But no, seriously. You know, I think I think that when a game stops being enjoyable, it's not a game anymore. That's the whole point of a game. The point of a game is to be fun for the participant. It isn't the point of the game isn't necessarily to get to the end. And an excellent example of this is look at board games. How many board games have you started that you haven't finished? You know, met a, a good example is Monopoly. Okay, how many of us have started games of Monopoly that we haven't finished? The mm. perfect, you know, it's a long mm. game. It can be a very long game, and I finish more than most. But I've I, there are plenty of games of Monopoly that I haven't finished. And the point is that there's a certain point when you're playing Monopoly, perhaps when the participants stop having fun. And that's when it's time to stop playing. You don't continue trucking on, you know, against all misery and, and despair just to say that you finished it. It's a game. And the point is in enjoying it. And if you stop enjoying it, it's time to turn it off. And that's all there is. And it's not, it is not a detriment to anyone to say... I got to, you know, 30 hours, and that's when it wasn't fun anymore. And I, there were other games that are fun, and I chose to play them instead. And Oliver may wave his e-peen around and say, well, look at, my, look at my wall of completed games, this enormous list. But you know what, Oliver? There's always people who are going to have completed more games than you. Well, I haven't met any yet. <laughs> oh, jeez. There are some out there, I assure you. And they're, they're probably even more painfully dull than you are, if possible. I am not painfully dull. I take pride in the fact that I've finished many of the games I play. Painfully dull. Uh, well, that's, you just have no arrogance. resolve about you. You've forgotten. You have lost sight of the purpose of gaming, which is to have fun. <laughs> it's a pastime. It's a hobby. You, know? you have you no don't resolve. don't do it for the you end have result. No, you, you have no... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're... This, is, this is the new editorial section of the podcast. We should have this. So, listeners, here's what I want you to do. Write on the message board, what do you think? Do you think that the purpose of games is to have fun, irregardless of whether you finish it, or do you think that games are meant to be beaten uh, and that fun is a secondary thing that comes along? In other words, I guess you could say, do you think that the story is the most important thing? I guess well, what, see, that, what this actually boils down to is it, is it boils down to the, the, the real thing, which is more important, gameplay or story. Oliver well, would say story, because you have, to complete the, you have to complete the book, you have to finish it. I would say gameplay, because I believe the mechanics and the having fun of it are what matters. That, that, that kind of is where the difference comes, because I always want to see where the story ends. And I want to have speaking. excellent gameplay. I mean, I love, I love when, I, when the gameplay holds up long enough that I get to the end and I see the great story and I see it finish. But, you know, if I'm not having fun, then I, I don't have any motivation to continue suffering through this just to get to the end, to see some ending sequence. I mean, it's, it's a book. And I guess I don't, I don't read books that I don't enjoy just to find out what happens to the characters, you know? So why play a game that I'm not enjoying just to find out what happens to the characters? Does that make sense? Well, it, it does make sense. I suppose. Well, yeah, it makes sense, John. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. But I, I don't know. I've always it's always just a personal preference of mine. I like finishing games. I like to see what happens at the end. I don't like 
leaving a bunch of games unfinished. It just feels like unfinished business. It feels like I'm not. It feels like I'm not seeing all that the game has to offer. You see, it seems to me like you're turning it into a chore almost. You know, I must complete this. I must complete that because I can't afford to leave any ropes untied. Well, yeah, and that's kind of what I feel. But I'm not one of those. You know, I'm not a completionist. I'm not one of those who has to do 100% everything in the game. I just want to see the ending. I just want to see how the story ends. Well, why not just cheat your way through if you're having difficulty? A good example, Fire Emblem. Clearly that you're having some difficulty. Do you want to start over again? That doesn't sound like fun. So no, why I not, don't want to start over if again. If you were at this point... Okay, here, here's, an, here's a hypothetical situation. If you're at this point in, in Fire Emblem where starting over again is not fun and there truly is no other way to progress, would you be willing to cheat to finish the game? Yeah, actually, I would. Now, see, I can agree with that. That is agreeable. That would now, I'm sure our listeners right now are turning pale and perhaps getting the vapors. <laughs> getting the vapors. Attention! If you're listening to this on a speaker, the person listening now needs some smelling salts, if you could bring them over. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. We have caused our listeners to faint because we have said cheating is okay. <laughs> In certain <laughs> circumstances, if you're not having fun and you want to see the end, you can cheat. It's okay. I suppose that we should take this opportunity to uh, state that our opinions do not yes. necessarily represent those of RP Gamer yes. as a whole. We need what we need is a little wave file that we can just click that will just say that. <laughs> yeah, we do. One of those little... things you see on TV where they spit, you know, a bunch of medical jargon at you. You know, this pill may cause. We we need something like that. You know, the opinions expressed on RPG Cast do not necessarily represent the RP Gamer as a whole. Exactly. We need one. We need a wave file. We'll make it this week. Is what we'll do. Yes, we will. And we'll play it constantly. We'll so, play it even when we don't need to. So this is the hack. <laughs> we'll make, we'll make we'll just, a techno we'll say sound. Something, we'll say something like, I like pie, and then we'll play it. Yeah, we'll have a techno song, too. <laughs> we'll make out of it. That we'll play at the end of the podcast. The opinions, the opinions, the opinions. <laughs> but Sounds great. Th- this leads to the next question, which is has to do with our poll of the week, which, if you're not sure what that is, listeners, it's on the front of the, the, the site, it's on the main page, under all the little buttons on the right um, our poll of the week is how challenging do you like your RPGs? And, they, and this ranges from painfully tough to easy as pie. And personally, and I, I'm sure this will also cause people to, to become faint and, and to feel the vapors coming up once more, I prefer my games easy, at least in terms of RPGs. Now, not, not necessarily platformers, but RPGs, I feel, should be fairly easy. Um, there should be The bosses should be hard, but the average battle should not be terribly difficult. Really? So, would you go as far as say easy as pie? No, I don't think easy as pie. I think mild with a few tough moments is pretty pretty accurate to what I feel. Because, in my opinion, th- now th- this, I should point out, is for games that have random battles. Okay? Um, if you're going to have random battles as a mechanic for leveling up, and you're going to have it as a necessity, um, as it is in most games... Um, to, at least to some degree. You might not have to grind, but you do have to fight those random battles. If you run from every battle, you're going to die on the boss. Um, if, if it's going to be a necessity to fight random battles, they should be fairly easy. Because otherwise, it becomes terribly tedious to constantly be doing random battles that are difficult and time-consuming. True. You True, know, I, I... A good example of this is um, if you play Blue Dragon on Impossible. Now, there are, three, you, there are three levels of difficulty you unlock in Blue Dragon. 
And uh, there's easy, and then there's uh, hard, which is where the enemies have 50% more life and you do 50% less damage to them or something. And then there's impossible, where they have 100% more life and you do 100% less damage. So on impossible mode, the game, it's still, I mean, Blue Dragon is a very, very easy RPG. I should point that out right now. It's incredibly easy. It's easy as pie. Yes, it really is. All right. Um, and on hard mode, it's still quite easy. It's just the battles take longer. On impossible mode, you're doing the same things, but now the battles take a really long time, and they are they are actually rather difficult. And playing Blue Dragon on impossible is a mind-numbing proposition because there's random battles a lot. You know, you you constantly unless you're constantly running from monsters, in which case you never level up, and it's impossible to beat the bosses. Literally, truly impossible. I mean, you really have to do the random battles, and they're so time-consuming to do that you become sick of playing the game. So that's why I say, you know, I would like it if the bosses are difficult. Think of the blue, the beginning of the beginning part of Lost Odyssey, disc one, is ideal. You know, that's true. The average battle is, you know, it's fairly easy, but the bosses require thought and intelligence, and it's time to put all those levels you gained to work. True. And that yes, way, was... you don't have to cheat. Hopefully. True. Well, of course, the game should always give you the option to go and level if you need to. Exactly, unlike Fire Emblem, which decides that leveling is right out. Yes, that's... Well, I, I think that's a, that's a really great topic, and that's that's where we should wrap up our podcast, right there. It's on, it's on, that, it's on that topic. To our listeners, we'll, we'll, we'll restate it once again in case you've zoned out by listening to my voice droning on and 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 on. And on some and more. And on. And on. And on. And on. And it's on. It's John, 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 Yes? We need to wrap this up. Oh, we do, yes. Okay, well, in case you you, you zoned out, the, the argument that we're, that we're having, the, uh, I mean that the logical sense of argument, you know, the argument is, A, it's better to have um, an excellent story, that is to say, the purpose of playing games is to complete them, or B... The argument is, it's better to have excellent gameplay, and the purpose of games is to have fun. And these lead to a convergence, and we would call argument C, it is okay to cheat if you reach a point in a game where it stops being fun, but you want to see the end. So what do you think of that? Write in and tell us, and we will include it maybe in our discussion on next week's real podcast with the real people run by the real host at the regular time. Yes, yes, the real podcast. As opposed Since to this, this is in one, fact which is a fake one. Pretend, yeah, this is a pretend. <laughs> this is a pretend podcast. This yes. is a toy podcast. Yes. Don't worry about this one. It is not warranted <laughs> against defect or damage. At the point no, out. it's not. No guarantees. That's it's it. Like, then. yes, that is it. That was uh that was, that was interesting. Something. Yes, that was intriguing. That was <laughs> yeah. interesting. I'm sure uh, that if we have any listeners left, they have now died of boredom. <laughs> Most likely have. Either that or they've died of, of shock and disgust. Possibly. Possibly. Well, if you like this, then remember to leave a five-star review. And uh, Yes, it's either us... all or nothing. All if or you nothing. liked it, leave five stars. If you didn't, leave zero stars. Well, Don't I can't any imagine that, that anyone rubbish. would leave zero stars for this, this well, yes, pinnacle if, if you... of RPG <laughs> casting achievement. That's it. If you liked it that much, they'll probably ran far somewhere far away 
Well, that's all right. Never, we don't need him anyway. Who needs listeners? Yeah, for real. For real. Go home. We don't need you. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. And I'll see you next week with Oliver, maybe, on Saturday? Uh, yes, yes, yes. We'll both be here. Will you we be will. here? We hope you will. Well, that's all from us. Uh, I guess, what does Chris normally say when he goes? Uh, he says something about Ed Walker. Oh, yeah, uh, we have to thank. We have to thank Ed Walker for listing this up and doing the feed and whatever it is that I'm not supposed to do, because I'll mess it up. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And uh, thanks to the panel, which is just me and uh, Sean here. Yeah, and thanks, thanks to all to you. Me. Thanks to all your listeners, or at least the ones who haven't uh, died of disgust, shock, or boredom. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.